everyone. It's Alan Schimmel, DevOps.com, Security Boulevard, and you're listening to another DevOps Chat. We've got a great update today on DevOps Chat. We're going to be uh, speaking with the Brain Trust at Zero North, a uh, security uh, company in the DevSecOps space. And uh, you, you might have heard them previously on some old DevOps Chats, but we haven't gotten an update in some time, and they've undergone some changes and have some great news. So uh, what I'd like to do is bring on first the founder and now chairman of the board at Zero North, Ernesto DGM Batista. Ernesto, I didn't mangle it too bad, did I? Did a great job, Alan. Thanks for having us. And, uh, my pleasure. And I, I'll mention that joining Ernesto is the newly appointed CEO of Zero North, John Worrell. And John, we're going to just hold you in a, in, in, in a abeyance for a moment here because I wanted to give Ernesto a chance to kind of bring us up to speed on Zero North. Ernesto, go hey. ahead. Hey, thanks, Alan. Yeah, so it's been a while since we've spoken, but um, a lot has happened since um, the name change. Uh, we've specifically started off, you know, with our history around uh, application security orchestration. And then over the last um, 18 months, we've expanded beyond into advanced vulnerability correlation, as well as um, working with our organizations beyond the cloud into private and on-prem, which kind of evolved and brought our company history to zero north. So really working with DevOps organizations and eliminating that friction, that pain, and embedding security throughout. And then in addition to that, really just helping the security ops teams. So from a history perspective, we've really been pushing the whole end-to-end -end solution perspective and um, we're really excited right now with our you know, explosive growth over the last 12 months, um, bringing on John Worrell as our CEO. Sure. Now, Ernesto, we, we should also mention you guys did some fundraising during that uh, period as well. Yeah, we did. We, um, we, um, we closed our round in April with um, ClearSky as well as um, Rally and Crosslink. And obviously, we had participation, again, from Petrillo Capital. So just some really strong um, um, investments that we're using right now on the sales and marketing and obviously doubling down on our engineering to really help our customers. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. And then, Ernesto, before I, I turn over to John a little bit and focus... I wanted to ask you, it's a difficult, you know, having been a co-founder of several companies and, and been sitting in, in your shoes or standing in your shoes, it's a difficult decision to know when to give, you know, kind of day-to-day -day control as the CEO up of, of your baby. But you know you got to do it just like, you know, I, I just came home two weekends ago from dropping my son off in college. And every time I do, it's, it's a tough drive home. Um, you know, you, you know, it's the right thing to do because they've got to grow and it's for their own good, but it's, it's, uh, it's a hard thing to do. Why don't you share with our audience? What, what kind of drove you to do this? Or what was the, what was the, the thing that kind of the, the straw that broke the camel's back and saying, yeah, it's time for me to, to do this. Well, I think, you know, as any founder, you know, you start off with an idea and then you have to bring people around you to help grow the company. You know, from a product perspective, eventually someone has to come on and run VP of engineering. Then it's a CTO. And then as you kind of bring, you know, the company to a certain level, 
You have to look in the mirror and understand where can you add the most value for the organization. So for me, it was, you know, working with John over the last seven months and getting to know him, you know, not really so much as a CEO, but as really a partner and uh, part of the, the management team and really helping us get to that next level. So as I kind of look at where I can add the most, to me, it's really looking at someone like John who had the ability to really join us and help us, you know, really take it to that next level and help us scale the organization. I think as we kind of look at where we are and where we were, I think just the growth over the last 12 months and for someone like myself, having John at the CEO role is really going to help us, you know, really grow very quickly. And as, he, as we kind of talked about a little bit, he's been helping me over the last seven months and um, knows the story, knows the company, knows the people, which is super important for me. So, you know, as a, as a founder and, you know, as a board member, it was a really easy decision of working with someone I knew and trusted. And obviously, from a culture perspective, that's the hardest thing for any founder, I think, to really appreciate and understand is, you know, you, you know you're going to have to bring someone at some point. Just making sure you find that right person is super important. So I was really fortunate enough to have the opportunity to work with John for a long period of time. Sure. So with that said... You know, I definitely want to uh, introduce and welcome John to the team and introduce him to you as well. Thanks, Ernest. John, so welcome. Ern Ernest gave us the load down there, and, and congratulations on, on the uh, CEO. Uh, Thank you. So, John, just, uh, you know, I'm not going to make you read your own resume. It's embarrassing. But for our audience out there, you know, you, you have a ton of experience, primarily as a CMO type of roles, most recently with CyberArk. Uh, you know, a security company, the public company now. And I didn't CyberRock buy Contour or Conjure up in Conjure. Boston as well. Yep. Elizabeth. They did. That's right. They bought Conjure right after I left, actually. But yes. Mm -hmm. I, I do remember that. And then, John, you, you know, you've had executive team experience going all the way back to RSA, where you were CMO. That's correct. I had, I had, uh, Different types of operating experience, but I've been in security since 1997. Uh, I actually got into marketing through product management. So I had a lot of the, the technology piece of it, the product strategy piece of it, which was real critical to developing my career. Um, was responsible for the RSA conference, which we ran as a separate business unit um, when I was at RSA as well. And then I had a chance to um, have full GM responsibility for one of the product lines for a couple of years right after the EMC acquisition in the sim space. So the product called Envision. All of that was a a great development ground, great training ground for, for the role I'm in now, as was my experience at Counterattack, which was helping to raise the A round for them, and, and taking uh, CyberArk public was all very valuable and, and really helps me build the, the tool set I need to, uh, to take on a role like this at Zero North. Yep, no doubt about it. And, and look, anyone out there who says, oh, it's a marketing guy, they don't have technical chops, that bull crap. I know a, a lot of marketing guys, much like you, John, who came over either with comp side degrees and strong coding skills or product, you know, leading product and engineering teams. So, you know, you, you don't have to prove your chops or justify your, your position here. Um, but, John, I, I want to ask you, what, 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 why, why Zero North? What got you excited here? Yeah. Um, 
Well, Ernesto mentioned mentioned a few of them, but uh, but I'll start with the obvious, which is um, there's just an incredible market opportunity. And if there's a market opportunity, there's a chance to really be um, part of something special. Um, I've had that opportunity in the past at a number of companies where you just realize that the problem you're solving is so important for the market, so important for your customers, that you have the opportunity to really impact how strong their security programs are. And Zero North is one of those opportunities. Great, great. Um, so what, what exactly, John, that Zero North is doing that really leads you to believe? I mean, I, I, I think we all, know, let me back up. We all know there's tremendous opportunities in the, in the security, cybersecurity market today, right? Um, but what specifically about Zero North is it that leads you to believe, hey, this, this could be one that capitalizes on that. This could be something that, you know, kind of changes the game. So there's probably a, a few levels to that answer. I'll start with the fact that, we, you know, we offer risk-based vulnerability orchestration, um, and we cover both the application side of the equation as well as the infrastructure side of the equation. So we're bringing together all the vulnerability data that an organization um, can possibly amass and helping them turn that into something very, very actionable. So that, that number one, we're, we're unique in that. No one else is doing that. No one else has that orchestration as well as the ability to pull all this data together, together and turn that into something really actionable. The, the second thing is that we're not just dealing with, as I said, one side or the other. It's not just the left side or the right side. Um, we can integrate with any part of the pipeline from code commit all the way through production environments. Um, that means that your infrastructure guys and your application guys and your security guys are all operating off the same vulnerability data, the same prioritized data, which means you can really start moving the program down to a really secure DevOps environment, which is really what organizations are going for. Yep. The, the, sec the second part is that digital transformation is such a big thing for our customers that they really need to get the security of their application development, application and infrastructure um, really up to par, and they have to get it up to the same speed as application development. Zero North can, can totally do that. Great. So, John, one of the things that I've been preaching now for a while is that, you know, with DevSecOps, and I've, you know, I've been involved with DevSecOps now four or five years. I'm actually, this is going to be the fifth year we're doing a DevSecOps event at RSA conference in San Francisco, the Monday, in, in partnership with them in Moscone Center. So I've been, you know, involved in DevSecOps. It's what got me into DevOps to begin with. And, and for so long, the emphasis has been on what we call shift left, right? Where we're looking, how do we get security? earlier into the dev cycle, and a lot of that is around vulnerability scanning and testing code. But I, I think we've also, or I think the, the leading edge of, of the DevSecOps community and, and DevOps community is starting to realize that as much as we have to shift left, we have to shift right as well. Yeah, I, I, I think that's absolutely true. You're trying to look at um, the application environment across its entire life cycle. And that means, again, from code commit all the way through your production environments. So for those organizations that are starting on the right-hand side, it's really expand left. It's not shift left. You know, you, you have to have a great uh, right-hand side program, and you need to build the left-hand side on top of that. So um, I totally agree with, with your point. You have to do both. No, no, yeah, no, no doubt about it. And I think, you know, I think as we realize that, and I also think, you know, they're, they're kind of two sides of the same coin at some, at some level. But, John, let me ask you another question, and that is, 
you know, when it comes to things like vulnerability scanning and testing and remediation, there's a lot of established players. There's open source tools, free tools, scanners, you know, workflow. Um, do you think it's realistic to think that like people are going to throw those away or is part of the zero North strategy to kind of harness or leverage investments people have already made? So based on, on Ernesto's vision that he established several years ago, we're firmly in the camp of adding value to the tools you already have, making sure that you're getting the most value from the tools, both in terms of quality of data uh, that you're getting out of those systems. Through our orchestration capabilities, though, we enable you to scan a much broader part of your portfolio with fewer resources, and we allow you to do that continuously. So in the process, you're, you're getting more value out of your tools because you got better data, but you're also able to get better data for your, your risk analytics and your vulnerability assessments because we can scan the whole portfolio and we can scan continuously. And as you know, these threat environment changes on a minute-by-minute -minute basis, having a quarterly scan or a monthly scan doesn't do you a lot of good in today's world. Not, not, not in today's space. Speaking of today's world, you know, Kubernetes seems to be changing everything. Right. Um, whether you're talking about cloud, on-prem, you know, rapid deployment, etc. Uh, what, if anything, in particular, does Kubernetes present to True North in terms of either challenges, opportunities, etc.? So yeah, I think this Ernesto. Just so from the you know the Zero North perspective with Kubernetes. I'm sorry, I said True North, Ernesto. I apologize. <laughs> no worries. So yeah, just from our perspective at, at Zero North, you know, we see obviously Kubernetes internally is a is a framework that we adopted and um, been pioneering and driving from our platform perspective. But we're seeing the same exact um, discussions with our customer base. So mm -hmm. as you kind of think about DevOps and, as, and you kind of refer to Alan from your history with DevOps as a whole, you know, we've gone from a shift of monolithic applications to a world of microservices and containers. But the reality of it is, and as I'm sure you're very well aware, we're not all gonna go shifting in one direction. We're gonna live in a hybrid world for a very long time where we'll have monolithic apps still around today, but we're also gonna be emerging and transitioning to a world of microservices. So with us specifically, as we, look, we thought about that from the original architecture and strategy, as we're solving this problem for our customers, we understand and appreciate this hybrid world where there'll still be things sitting in a data center and they will be changes being pushed once a month. But the reality of it is, as John um, echoed earlier, we're living in a software-defined world. You know, every single company is leveraging software as a competitive advantage. So as they're looking at a cloud infrastructure or cloud solution, private or public, you know, Kubernetes or whatever it may be from a framework perspective um, is going to be part of that story. So as you kind of mentioned earlier, DevOps needs to embrace some type of DevSecOps solution. And that's where we look at it from a holistic and agnostic framework. And that's one of the, you know, the, the strategic changes that Ernesto made uh, about six or eight months ago was to expand beyond DevOps and really um, acknowledge the fact that organizations are at different stages of their evolution to DevOps and a solution like Zero North can actually help them along that migration. It can speed up the process for them, make it much more effective, and get better results out of their DevOps environment a lot quicker, a lot more quickly than they could otherwise. So one of the things that, you know, Alan, you were talking about earlier, this is your fifth year in your journey of DevSecOps. Mm 
you know, the conversations that we were having three or four years ago were very different from a customer perspective. They were just starting in their DevOps journey. And today, a lot of those organizations have embraced and pioneered and driven that into their organization. Now the question is, how do you add the SEC into DevOps and kind of help the organization bring that all together from an assurance and visibility perspective? Agreed. Agreed. Um, so, so John, you know, so you've got your mission here, right? This is on you now. What are what are some of the things you're going to be doing or bringing to the organization to kind of fulfill the dream here of uh, not the dream, but to fulfill the the opportunity that that you see? Yeah. So so first of all, um, the important thing is to stay focused on the direction we're headed that Ernesto chartered for us. And that's the really most important thing for us to do because it's working so well. Um, we're getting such great traction out of the market, um, great recognition that every customer has this problem. So we need to stay focused on solving the problem. A lot of the stuff that I'll be focusing on, especially initially, is, is rather boring in many ways because it's all about making sure we're, we're really effective at our execution making sure that we've got the right resources in the right places. So making sure that we can grow the business effectively, making sure that we've got the uh, product development uh, programs going as effectively as possible, making sure that our customer success team can stay up with our growth and our volume as we, as we deploy uh, more solutions to customers so they can get the value that they want out of the Zero North platform. And a lot of that isn't too sexy, but it's really critical to serve our customers and meet the market need as a company like Zero North has such strong growth. Got it. Agreed. Well, guys, I, I think when I started, I told you the time goes quick. We're, we're coming up on our end, on, a, on our a hard end here. But um, if people want more information, of course, they can go to zeronorth.io. But, John, wondering if there's any conferences or, or speaking kind of opportunities where Zero North will be participating, where maybe people in our audience can follow along. Sure, we are. Um, we have a, a, a good speaker program. We'll be at the major conferences. We are Black Hat. We'll be at RSA. Um, we are going to be at a bunch of CISO network uh, breakfast meetings coming up. I think we've got six or eight of those scheduled. Um, so we're we're out there doing a lot of things. Our, our team has also been very very effective at some of the local ISSA events uh, and things like that, where you know you, our, our CTO has been very active out there. Our technical team has been very active out there, and there's a lot of ways to to uh, interact with us. Got it. Excellent. Well, guys, Principal John, welcome to the team. Thanks, Alan. Yep. Secondly, Ernesto, good work, man. You know, it, 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 it I know where you're coming from. It's a, it's, it takes a big man to recognize that sometimes you got to call in, you know, someone else to help you with something, right? And, and, and that's the first step, right? Is totally is someone in there. So, so congratulations on that. Continued success with Zero North. Let's uh, stay in touch and, and, and see where things are going. We would love to do that, Alan. Thanks very much for the chance to talk with you today. Thanks, right. Alan. Take care, fellas. All right. Zero North here on DevOps Chat. This is Alan Schemmel. You just listened to another chat.